How's it going, everybody? It's East Meets West with Steve Zelenardo. What's going on, guys? And Hussein Cabani. Awesome. All right, guys. Uh, it's our third, third, third podcast. Third podcast. Pretty cool. Man. Yeah. I think we got like four subscribers. Four subscribers. <laughs> 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 I ain't going to pay the bills, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, ultimately, yeah, it's yeah. good. But well, you've got, got a few questions in, eh? Yeah, we got a so couple of questions cool. in. Some engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think the subscribership versus the engagement is obviously going to be different. Yeah, actually, so, yeah. so I think we're getting actual engagement, but we're not getting the subscribership. But I'm not really looking at the subscribership. Dude, I think at the end, yeah. we, we make these conversations daily or yeah. every time we talk. Yeah. We might as well record them and, and then have someone watch them if somebody wants to yeah. see valuable stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So why not? It's I'm great, sure there's yeah, great I'm banter. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's some uh, value there. So what's people. our topics today? I, I think so, so the first one was our Weeks, weeks review in real just estate. Flip this over here. Yeah. Right week review in uh, real estate. Uh, the second segment is staging. Yep. How, what, how just how it affects property and yep. what, it, what it does to the, to uh, to list and sell yep. houses. And number three was self worth. How it affects your mindset. That's right. Yeah, which was pretty huge. Yeah. Cool, dude. Do you want to go ahead? So you flipped the hourglass. Yeah, I did. So we've got ten minutes. Like, because we just keep like going Car on. Corolla, man. What is it called for the kids? What's that? The Crayola. Crayola. <laughs> Dude, man, like we wanted it right away. Need, like, and this a, is the only thing Amazon would deliver by tomorrow. We need tomorrow. a gangster one, like nice and it yeah. flips over. I'll get the gangster one, but we needed something today. <laughs> okay, And fair you enough. told me to make sure. So Let's do it. it. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, here's one of the questions actually I received. Uh, we got a couple, but we won't take too much time with it. So one of the questions we got was is that we're basically kind of, people think that we're kind of in a, a, a different type of market right now. In the this is your, like, your week review? I, well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, okay. So my yeah. week review. Okay, let's start. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, man, I got carried away there. Yeah, my week review. It's actually been really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got. It's been really good. We listed a couple of properties. Uh, one of the properties that we listed was in a new subdivision uh, in North Pickering. Yeah, yeah. Typically, the properties over there, if you hadn't gone like a, a crazy low and try to generate some kind of a, a bidding war, uh, they've been on the market for 30, 45 days yeah, type of yeah, thing. Yeah. Um, again, staging, we will touch on it, but like yeah. uh, we had the property staged and everything else like that. It was a vacant property. And, uh, it, you know, we basically got a deal done in like 10 days. Amazing. I mean, it's still conditional right now. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fingers you know, crossed. Yeah, exactly. They're good buyers. Um, <laughs> Uh, and uh, basically, we got another listing up yester yesterday. Yeah, we've got another listing up yesterday, and uh, we have another one coming up next week. So it's just flowing. Yeah, it's been yeah, pretty good. That's good. Yeah, it's yeah, been good. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even me. So pretty good. Uh, pretty good month. Basically, October is pretty decent. So yeah. we had three sales. Awesome. Uh, that went through two listings, one one purchase uh, purchaser, and we had another fourth deal that that they fell through. And our buyers fell through in financing. This is where we're going to go into self worth where these uh, buyers yeah. took me for a little bit of a loop, which which obviously at our our caliber now in this business, we, we don't have the time to deal with this because yeah. this affects our business with our actual clients. And other than that, yeah, we, we listed a few properties, which is cool. And uh, everything's trucking along. Ultimately, the market is slow. Like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. The 905 is, is sort of dead in a sense. Yeah. But things are selling, you know, you got to adjust your price accordingly and, and things are moving. Um, it's all about patience at this point, right? In yeah. this regular market. Yeah. So, and I, and yeah. I think you hit it right on. It's it's pricing. Price, pricing. If, if the property is priced yeah. correctly, uh, I, I think you're going to be perfect. Double P. Pricing. Patience. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and sellers pricing patience. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? And as and like I said, we're gonna touch on it again too. But staging, but yeah, you know, to a certain uh, to a certain degree, the presentation has to be there too. Absolutely. Uh, and it's a lot of things I'm telling my clients right now too. Is is that you know uh, we're trying to stand out uh, even in the MLS system. Most, like most a, I'm not that guy, and I don't think you are either. Just throw it on MLS and like really hope yeah, that something yeah, happens. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be. Yeah. 
you know, every day trying to hustle and trying to figure out a different way to get this property in front of people's uh, faces, right? Yeah. But it's really about standing out at the same time. So I, the presentation's I, huge. A, a thousand percent. So we added yeah. this other P to it, a presentation, yeah. right? Yeah. So the triple P's. <clears throat> yeah. That's a, a triple P agent we used to call it when I was in Mike Ferry was an agent that would put a sign in the lawn, put it on MLS and pray for a buyer. Yeah. I think yeah. right now, like this, this year here, I've never put so much time into real estate. Like I yeah. think that from January to about May, I was doing like 70 to 90 hour weeks regularly. Yeah. You, you would work all day, come home, quick dinner with the family, and then back to the office. Either you're brainstorming or you're dealing with offers or, or trying to drum up business. Yeah. So much work, extra effort. And you know what, I love it. I think, it's, I think this is great because this is gonna define us going forward. As, as you know and I know, we see agents, when you see agents migrating to different brokerages. Well, they start moving that. around. Or they get into coaching. Or or recruiting magic, magic, or, or something else like that. Manager, you know? yeah. you pick a manager. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's it's they're they're migrating to find the magic pill, which yeah. is not it's literally just. It's the hustle, but but like let's be honest, work, man. Uh, the thing is, the is that, yeah, the thing is is that and and, and not to knock agents or, or no, no, not at all. Like that, not but, all. but the not thing all. is is that you know a lot of people like even when I was like listing people's property, they're like you know I'm gonna get into this. You're making X amount of money so quickly and this and that and whatever else like that. To a certain point in that other market, it was it was true. Like I mean, still you got to do a lot of things. Like we did, we still did things differently. Like a lot of my stuff from the market that we were in to the market that we are in right now hasn't changed too much. Like in fact we've just ramped up the efforts and I think our effort yeah. was huge before yeah. but um, you know amplified. a lot of people that kind of got into the business uh, now are starting to realize wow okay it wasn't as easy as I thought it was it's, it's, a, it's a grind this yeah. one this I always told people like this business will rip you from the inside out if yeah. you're if you cannot manage yeah. your mindset yeah. and manage your, your everything and then we're gonna touch base yeah, with exactly. the mindset yeah too. yeah and uh, I, I see so 20, so look at 2016 2017 for me even though it was the most rapid market we've, we've ever experienced probably since 88 Ultimately, to me, that was the most boring time in real estate. Yeah. I, honestly, I felt worthless. Yeah. Even though you're making money and you're doing sales, but I didn't feel like- Clients I, are I, happy. Clients are happy, yeah. yeah. Clients are happy. But, you know, they were selling for really high and they were buying for really high. Yeah. So it's superficial in a sense, right? But I think there was, I didn't feel valuable, yeah. like service-wise, because you list the house, literally you had 19 showings within two days and there was four offers there. There was no skill. And yeah. then, you know, I remember in 20, you know, in let's say I got in the business 20, 2010 and then to 15, when you sold over ask and if it was five or 10 grand, you exposed that. Cause that yeah. was, you know, that was, wow. You've, you've, yeah. you beat the benchmark. You yeah. keep pushing this pricing. And then ultimately it was 2016, 2017. Yeah. I think by like February of 17, March, I yeah. stopped putting that like, Oh yeah, I sold for over asking yeah. eighty thousand. But like, but it but it became ex, uh, but it became expected that you're going to sold for over asking. And, and and you know what? There's a misconception. The the misconception yeah. is is that you think you're selling over asking. It's not you're selling over market price. Some of them were. Some, some of them, them were. I, yeah. I get it. But like yeah. you know, like you say, you sold a hundred thousand dollars over asking. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not a hundred thousand over market asking for the yeah. most part. You, yeah. you 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 priced it seventy grand lower than it should have been to begin with. But so seventeen, there it was screwy. Yeah. 16 was like that. We yeah. listed lower, then you got a bidding more, and then it's it sort of ended up around market value. Yeah. But 17, dude, honestly, I sold a house here in Scarborough. Yeah. And all the statistics, all the past sales, you know, where we analyze is like we're really in depth with this, and you're looking over and looking over and looking over. Obviously, you want to be on when you're presenting, you want to be on, on you know, know, know everything, every uh, aspect of, of the area and, and the pricing. So this house was at best on paper, six comps within like three months, four yeah. months, 780. Yeah. What did I sell for? Million bucks. <laughs> no. Nine sixty. Oh my goodness. Here in Scarborough, right? And uh, it was one of those deals. So that you know, we had like we had a twelve offers registered. Yeah. Twelve offers presented, 
And there was a gap between uh, 960 and like 890. Wow. That was the second wow. offer. What do you do at that point? You make sure the deposit's there, 50K was there, and, and no conditions. You're going to jump on that. But look how the market was just, it was, it was dumb. It but, was but, 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 steroid. But, but I think you're right. So, so the thing is, is that the beginning of 2017, I think that a lot of people that were kind of in that situation, yeah. they were basically trying to buy property at the end of 16, and it yeah. just kept heating up, heating up, heating up. And then I, I think that some people that were super motivated yeah. just lost their patience. And they're just like, whatever, man. Like, I need to get into this and I'll pay whatever it takes. Supply and demand. Yeah. We, we saw this in real estate. Then shortly after the Bitcoin frenzy, yeah. like everyone's oh like, you got to buy it. I don't know. We think we touched this on yeah, the yeah, second yeah. podcast. Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand it. And I, I don't, yeah, I don't understand it and yeah. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, but so. <laughs> no. I think it was crazy. So, but look at this. So the market last year, think about someone that goes to the gym. Like, I've been going to the gym for let's say six and a half years regularly, like like three to like six days a week naturally. Yeah. This week I'm only gonna do about four times, but usually it's at least five times a week, right? It's, yeah. it's like brushing your teeth, you go. That's why I never post it, it'd be so boring. Imagine every day I post a picture. Yeah, 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 that you're gonna be gym. at the gym, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lifting weights. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm saying, so I, I built muscle over like five and a half years, like very lean, I'm probably 13% body fat. I can obviously adjust more, but I wanna make my diet my bitch. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I don't yeah, wanna yeah. be a, a slave to where I'm gonna falter on it. But look at the market. It, it was basically someone that went to the gym, yeah. started injecting steroids. He became the biggest, strongest guy in the gym. Then obviously there were some failures with his health. He had to let off the, the steroid. Yeah. Now he's some flabby guy with no muscle yeah. that has to like really build himself back up naturally. Yeah. And yeah. that's exactly, if you think about it, the analogy, it's exactly how our market went. It was yeah. like at one point it got very unhealthy and just... Yep. And now it's starting to build back yeah. health slowly. Yeah. So. But, but like, it's also like, uh, you know, so, like some of the stuff, like I always encourage my clients not to go too crazy with pricing yeah, and yeah, whatever else yeah. like that. But, but I'm telling you, like, and I've told this to other people too, is like, sometimes, you know, you, you come back home, like after multiple offers yeah, or whatever, yeah. you're trying to buy something for yeah. your client next day, you know, the brokerage received the deposit and you see them upload the price and you're just like, Wow. Looking at the price, yeah. and you're like, yeah. "How the hell did you come was, up with this number? Like, tough. I don't even understand how." It was, it was, it was crazy. I think last year affected my numbers too. As I creeped into chairman, was I didn't feel comfortable uh, buying anything for clients. No, I lost a lot of business. If I yeah. was, if I didn't have a conscious, I yeah. would have, I would have done, done tighten easily, you, hands down. Yeah. You could have done at least sure. eighty to hundred k a month. You, you know yeah. what? But that reminds me, there was a specific client I've dealt with them before. Like yeah. I help them buy their property, and then I help them sell their property, and then they were gonna go rent for a while. Then they went to buy new construction, and then they were telling me, "Well, that new construction is being built. We want to buy resale." I showed them a couple of resale places, and yeah. I'm just telling them, like, guys, like, stay, I stay don't calm. think this is yeah. a good idea. The, uh, it's all good, but they went and bought with somebody else because yeah, because I, I just wasn't putting the hustle behind it because I was I like I don't think it's a great idea yeah, for you. Yeah. Um, and how are they but, now? Hey, you check in with them. They're in trouble. I, I, I check in with them here and there. Are but, they in trouble? But, but the thing is, they they haven't. You know, people uh, will be tough. Uh, they they don't want to say a lot yeah, of people they, don't want to say they made a mistake or, or any ego, exactly. Ego. You, you know, so that's bang on. Did, did you? But you're a professional. You understand. Well, yeah. are, are they hurt right now? Yeah, of course they are, man. Like, yeah. like the same property that they bought, like, you know, okay, so it, it wasn't a massive property, but it, it's down like 75K. Yeah. You, you know, it's probably down like 75K and it's just like, uh, you executed this, Are they the living, plan. living in this one? Yeah, they're, they're living so, in this So one. now, and they bought new construction. But yeah. Oh, so, they're dead. But, but see, dead. that's the thing. Like you got overexcited. When did they buy uh, new construction? 17 or 16? Uh, I believe it was in 16. Yeah, End in of 16? 16? Yeah, like, like, 
it's going to be mid 16, uh, mid to end of 16 that they bought the new construction. But if they just held on to that and, and just yeah. said, okay, we're going to continue our course and whatever, like continue to sure. r uh, rent and then yeah, this yeah, and that, yeah. Yeah. they would have been in a better situation. Now, like you got that new construction that's come up, plus you bought a property that's now in negative equity. Uh, yeah, what just, are you going to do? chipping away yeah. at your, your negative equity. The or, thing or, is, or is that, you, negative equity. you know, I helped them buy their first property uh, and, you know, helping them with the more getting a mortgage arranged and then everything else like that did really, really well on that property. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like uh, whatever work that you kind of put in for like a couple of years and, and saw the market go up and, and smart move on them. You know, sometimes when people were trying to sell their property during this time, I was like a little bit skeptical. I was like, yeah, you're going to sell, but you know, we don't know really where the market yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah. are you sure you want to yeah. do that? You need a house to live in at the end yeah, of the day and, yeah. and whatever else like that. They're like, no, no, we're, we're going to sell it because we yeah. feel like we're at a high. Good for them. Like they made a good call at that point. Sure. But then uh, the next steps after that, like uh, it, it was a little bit rushed. Yeah. You know, it was a little bit rushed. Media plays a big part in yeah. people's mindset. Um, so imagine, oh, every day. So now it's all about negative market analysis yeah. and markets going down. And people are not, like new construction took a beating. Massive. I, I went to Italy uh, end of August, flying over. Yeah. Uh, flying over the GTA, and even past Nobleton, like my area. I actually pinpointed my neighborhood. But seeing all the... Uh, the construction sites. What yeah. So I got a construction background. I understand the phases of, of the whole thing. And I remember back in the uh, like 80s, 90s, when, when, when builders would build, they would just do one phase at a time. If it was four phases, they would just earth move and then, you know, they'd yep. repair one section. Yep. And then they would, they would propose a second phase, sell it out. Then they would, you know, earth move and put the sewers in, the roads, curbs, all that stuff. And then keep going like that. In today's market, because the market was moving so quick, they'd get their their parcel land and literally from point A to you know all four points, clear up. just clear the damn thing out, put the roads and put the streets, and it was a rush. Yeah. So now I'm looking at the aftermath. It's almost like a bomb went off. Yeah. So I'm looking up, and we're flying overhead, and all you see is just land that's been you know set up for a subdivision. Yeah. yeah. A ch just a block of houses, like a small chunk, like a half a phase complete. Yeah. And the rest is vacant. Yeah. And you can see the construction phase of these. these. These are in brick full done. Like they should have been on framing stages or should have had foundations poured. There's zero. Wow. So you, you know, that's, that's a topical view. This is why yeah. really wealthy developers have their own personal helicopters or they have their own pilot because you know, get Google, Google Maps is one view. thing, but when you're flying overhead, you can kind of get a deep analysis yeah. of it quickly. The right? live picture. Yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. 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 We're All done. Right. Let's flip this over. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Next one. Yeah. So Your staging. topic. Staging. My topic. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm a huge believer in it. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh, I'm a huge believer in it to some extent. And it goes back to what we were talking about, about uh, presenting and uh, making the property show it at its sure. best. Um, uh, yeah, so I started uh, having clients property stage, I think like three years ago or three yeah. and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, I was really against it because it was like, uh, you know, known to be super expensive and I'm yeah. like, uh, it's not worth it. Like why go through yeah. all the headache yeah. and whatever else like that. And then um, one time one of my clients asked me for it when I, when I was doing the <laughs> listing, they asked me, they're like about staging, we want to stage the property. I was like, yeah, we do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's entrepreneur, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 we do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, so yeah, basically, uh, I talked to a couple of people and uh, I, I retained this one company and I still work with them to this day. Good. Yeah. They're property stagers. That's yeah. the company's name. I don't know how they got that name, the property stagers. Wow. Like, yeah. That's, that's an awesome right. name. Uh, yeah, Grassroots. So, that's literally one of the probably the first guys. They actually weren't though. Really? Yeah, they nobody took that. Yeah, that I was very surprised, yeah. but good for them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like that was basically the first company I, I actually retained. Hey, you know what? Actually, let me back it up. Prior to that, you know what I did with my very first client? I actually went to Walmart. 
<laughs> I took a trip to Walmart. I bought Some these bed cots. Covers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I bought these full-out cots, man. They had empty rooms. So I bought these like uh, cots. They there you could travel yeah, in a yeah, bag yeah, yeah, with yeah, them, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, then so yeah. like inflatable yeah. mattress and whatever yeah. else. Yeah. I set up two of them side by side to make like a queen size sure, bed. Yeah. I got the the covers and blah blah blah. I went in my uh, car and I threw them all in there and I backed up to their property and I got all this artwork from Walmart and I, I put Smash it all it up. Yeah, uh, yeah, I set it all up and whatever else like yeah. that. Hey, man, uh, there was another time like uh, I had like these two leather couches in my house and uh, I was working a lot in my area. So one time, like these guys didn't have anything in their loft. The upstairs. <laughs> so what I did was I got my brother and him and I, we carried the, the, the two sofas, man. From my house to their house, we just carried the sofas right up to their place. Gotta man. get it done, whatever, whatever counts. Yeah, man. So, so that was my yeah. own uh, experience. Personal experience. Yeah, personally staging properties. Yeah, so even me, like, so every property we we list, we prepare it naturally yeah. so from day one, 2010. Yeah. And in the business, we prepared it uh, for for huge staging. Like we, we know, you spend like five to ten thousand yeah. dollars. I never do it. Yeah, I did one property in Nashville. I had a colleague we co-listed it. it he took. A little bit too much control of it, and we kind of restaged the whole property. It cost us like four to five grand. Yeah. Then every month it was a residual rental to yeah. it. And renewal. You know, did it did it help it? Yeah. Okay. It was great. Like I, I get it. But ultimately, it's all about price at the end, right? Yeah. And you got to have the full package, yeah. right? So it's again, we always prepare the property if it needs it. Like I have a listing in, in eight six seven Wilson Unit Four A. Hopefully, it sells like in the next couple of weeks. Here, I think we got we got an offer in today actually awesome. last night. But ultimately, the. Uh, it's it's the proportions of the room were terrible, right? Yeah. Because it's a stacked uh, townhouse. Yeah. It's you have so it's uh, nine hundred square feet. Yeah. Between like two levels. Yeah. Imagine. Yeah. And uh, then you got the roof terrace, and there's a million stairs to get up. It's yeah. one of them, and it's fronted onto Wilson. Yeah. It's got like a lot of uh, you know uh, negative drawbacks to the property, but we staged it, so we proportioned the room, and it looks so much better. Yeah. And then and like I told my client, I said. 95% of all, all houses are seen on, on, ML, on MLS or on the internet prior to anyone actually going out to view the properties. So ultimately, we got to look the best. Yes, and, and you're right. So you look at our property, 867 Wilson uh, Avenue, four, uh, Unit 4A, and you look at the other property that's an internal unit, it's got a better everything because internal, yeah. zero furniture, nothing. It's, yeah. It's like a piece of crap. Yeah. I went to go, you know, you preview the, your inventory to kind of see your competition prior on? to listing. And it was like, you know, hands down, we're going to beat this guy. Even yep. though we're, we were back, you know, fronted onto Wilson and there's a million stairs. Yeah, we're going to beat this guy. Yep. And you look online and we're getting, now we're built up with 35 showings. Man. Amazing. In this market, that's awesome, man. But it's not selling. But we, we lowered it now from yeah. 509 to 499, 489. Last one sold for 485. I'm hoping for like a 475, 480 sale. Yeah. I think from like April, May, obviously that was the height of, of this year's yeah, market. Yeah. Now we're a little bit of a decent. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. But I, I believe in it. I, I don't, I don't want to overly exp uh, spend in it because I, I see a lot of agents that go in and uh, they sell their photographer, they sell their stager. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know, what, what are you? You're yeah. gonna be like, so I, you know, even with, with these, their trades that work for me, that's the way I look at it. So I'm the ploy, I'm the, the master of this. You guys are just little pieces of my yeah. pie. So you're the stager, you got no control over anything. This is my appointment time, that's where you're gonna go, this is when you're gonna get it done. I, I can't wait a week for yeah. you to go in, stage it, and yeah. it doesn't work like that. No, even sure. photographers, like there's, there's some guys in our area, it, it, Oh, we'll get back to it next week. Uh, we have time scheduled for next week. No. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not working. I'm not with working you at on this your point. schedule, yeah, Mr. Yeah, photographer, yeah. Mr. Artist. Yeah. I am the professional. I know yeah. getting on the market as fast as possible yeah. is we're going to net us the most yeah. money, especially if there's no inventory in the yeah. market. So, 
you know, again, taking control of these guys too. Yeah. I think it's very important. No, I, I, I think you're absolutely right, man. So, so the thing is, is that with staging, uh, it depends on the property and, yeah, yeah. and what you were kind yeah. of saying about your property. I have a very similar property uh, here in Pickering. Um, and this is the one I talked about earlier. Like, you know, there's been a lot of properties there that have been on the market for 30, 45 days and I haven't sold. Absolutely. Uh, when I went on the market with this property, it's a two bedroom. So it's a little bit challenging in Pickering. For right sure. Because sure. the, the two bedroom market in Pickering still hasn't gotten to be a big deal, but it's good. It's a be. townhouse? Two yeah, bedroom it, it's, it's a stack stacked townhouse. With it's back to back, so yes, there's no backyard. Yeah, same, in it. Yeah. same idea. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so the thing is, is that uh, with this property, so there was another one there. Uh, they were priced. We went in thirty grand higher than them. The square footage is about yeah. the same, yeah. slightly different yeah. layout. Yeah. Uh, theirs looked dark and dingy and whatever else like that. When I went into uh, my client's property. Uh, they were talking about uh, redoing the countertops. They didn't do it with the builder because it was too expensive, but sure. they wanted to redo the countertops, do the flooring, add stainless steel appliances, this and that. And honestly, I looked around the property and then I said to myself, like, who's going to be the person to buy this property? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be somebody that's coming in the door. This is probably one of two markets I figured, okay? Yeah. First time home buyer yeah. or somebody that owns a condominium right now that wants a townhouse yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. at a lower end, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. So, so what I suggested to this client was, is that, look, man, uh, your house is vacant. Uh, you, I personally don't think you need to do these upgrades. Yeah. I think you just staged the heck yeah. out of this yeah. property. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what we did? Um, Sold quick. Look, look so, so quick. the staging bill, yeah. honestly, was like $3,000, okay? Yeah, yeah. So the client paid the $3,000 to stage this property. Sure. And you know what? Uh, what happened was is that we actually, we were priced higher than a, this buyer was looking for. We accepted an offer on it. It's conditional right now. So we ended up doing an open house that weekend and there was a buyer or a you know, prospective buyer that came to see the house across the street from us and they were kind of walking through the house and whatever else like that and I saw them and then they were looking at my sign. I went outside and encouraged them to come on in. Sure, sure, and they're like, sure. what are you listed at? I was like, we're listed at 568. They're like inside of our branch. Just come in, take a look. Take a look, yeah, yeah, here. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they come in, they take a look and they're just like, Wow! Really? Like, yeah, man. So, so uh, ultimately, we worked out a deal with them. Yeah. Uh, you know, they paid a little bit more than they wanted to, sure. or whatever else like that. But they got but the product they wanted. Yes. Was the key yeah. differentiator Absolutely. between selling it and not selling I it. I agree, at that point. a thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. It's expensive. Um, and, and I'm not saying that all properties need that level. Like we yeah. have another one that's going to come up next weekend. And, and, and so the thing is, it's about the property and it's about the circumstance, okay? For sure. We have another property that's going to come up next week. It's a single car detached home. Uh, amazing family, like amazing, amazing family. They got six kids under the age of seven, man. Wow. Yeah. Hey, but the house, honestly, they kept it in such good shape. Yeah. This is a family where you cannot go and say like, hey, like you got to take all your crap out of your house and we're going to make it look like this. Like you're going to be nuts. They're <laughs> yeah. going to think you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're out of this world. And it won't, it won't last. Anyways, so circumstantial, yeah. right? So yeah. like I still had my stagers go inside of it. Yeah. And you know what we did more or less with this one? We, we did a consultation. Okay, Always you got six yeah. kids. You yeah. got six kids. And not just consultation, but just basically coming up with a, like a living plan. Sure. Like my stagers are that good. that will, yeah, They will yeah. go in and come up with a staging plan. So how you can live your life with six kids. So one of my stagers, like she's got five kids. So she's kind of been yeah, through she, this thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it was awesome. So as soon as they're like, we have six kids, I was like, oh, I got somebody that's going to be able to help us with this, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so they yeah. went in and actually just came up with a plan. Okay, you're going to put the beds like this and then we're going to move it like this. During showings, we're going to keep it like this. Open house, yeah, keep yeah, it like yeah, this. Yeah. So, so, and then that house is more like, okay, take depersonalize and we'll add some artwork. We'll add yeah. some accessories, hey, just, this and that just, and whatever. Uh, yeah. I used to call them knickknacks. My stager got mad at me. They're accessories. Yeah. So that's it. Just accessorize the house. Yeah. Clean it up. Yeah. A lot of people have new furniture. Uh, you know, obviously, if there's like there's a kitchen table that overpowers yeah. the room, you yeah. want to switch that real yeah. quick. 
But just accessorizing. I think it's the best thing. But not make it look neat. Yeah. Lean and, it up. And I'll add one other thing. And, and what yeah. you said about price. Okay. So you're absolutely right. The price at the end of the day will control yeah, it. So, sure. so say this property that we're going to list right now. Okay. Next week. Yeah. I'm going to list it at just under 700,000 bucks. But if these guys had a little bit more flexibility in their lifestyle, yeah. I think we could get $20,000, $25,000 really? more for this property. Yeah, we can. But the thing is, is that just because uh, based on the circumstances and whatever else like that, we're going to list it just under 700,000 bucks because they needed to move quickly. These guys cannot be out of the yeah. house all the yeah. time yeah. Yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. everything yeah. else no, like no, that. No, no, with the kids and everything. No, naturally. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and if we stage it properly and whatever else like that, yeah. we'll get more money for this property. Absolutely. But it's just not going to work in this situation. And, and, and price will sell it. And, and they're not going to sacrifice their lifestyle and their kids and I don't blame them for either. 20 grand it's I don't six, think they're it's gonna six do it. kids you yeah. can't I have I have two yeah I can't see it multiplied by yeah. three I no. can imagine like yeah. the stress on the parents yeah so be patient with them sell that damn thing quick get them the most money possible that's it yeah man yeah and so going back to staging so if pricing I guess staging and pricing naturally yeah. if you see a property on the market even if it's 30 days at you know let's say 500,000 you're coming in stage you're looking greater you could probably go at that range or a little bit higher kind of show different value or if, or if you're the only inventory on the market you can Go at a higher price because yeah, you, yeah, you, can, you can play around it. with it, right? Yeah, yeah, Obviously. yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah, man. We're good with that one. All right. Look at that, right on time. Yeah. It's literally, the last sand uh, grain drop. What was it? So third topic is self worth and yeah. how it affects our mindset as, yeah. as salespeople. Self worth. Cool. You want me to go on this, yeah, this one? This okay. is all you. Okay. So cool. Going back to self worth, I think you know, getting into this business originally, yeah, we would take anything, we would bang anything. Yep, it was literally like, give it to me. I don't care what it is. I don't care how ugly it is. I'll take it. Just do it. We're gonna yeah. do it. And mind you, when I got into coaching, it was like you know six, seven years of coaching. It was you know, or yeah, about six and seven years. Anyway, so coach, then we kind of leaned up to pre qualifying, you know, yeah. as you got business busier. So I'll give you an example. So when you obviously when you start, you're gonna take everything. I think my first year in real estate, I did. It did almost a hundred thousand. I think it was ninety something thousand. Good for you, bro. But it was like seventeen leases and like six purchases. <laughs> did like twenty five. Seventeen deals, right? leases. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was man. insane. But I would take anything because yeah, I was looking I at it. You know, even if I made a thousand dollars that week, it was paying my mortgage and sure putting was. money in, and it was keeping me busy and keeping me interaction with clients. How to deal with them? How to present offers? Even though leases are, are like, probably. You know, a, a sale of a property is probably one tenth of the work than 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 uh, a lease, or let's yeah. say, right? Yeah. And then one eighteenth of the of the actual pay scale. So, yeah. but ultimately, it was good. It kept you busy. So going back to that, so I, I had a, a great client of mine, a high executive in a company, you know, the twenty thirty million dollar company. He's got a, 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 a one of the girls that works there. One of the she's got a whatever a pretty decent position. She's younger, twenty five years old. Ask the guy who do you deal as a real estate agent? He goes, you got to deal with Steve. He's the best. And uh, so I get this referral. And I meet me with the people, and it's it's no bullshit tactics. I'm only gonna you're only gonna buy it if I'm gonna buy it, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like I'm not gonna risk it. This is not I'm not looking to turn over one sale and then burn bridges. No. I wanna I wanna build a relationship with you five years where you can buy and sell, flip three to four properties a year. I get the purchase and the sale. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. But I have I have to you have to trust in me and be faithful to to me in this. So this is like a marriage. Yeah. So I'm gonna make sure you don't buy crap. You're gonna make money. But you got to make sure that I get the purchase and the sale. It's a, yeah. it's, a, it's a perfect agreement, and I think it's a fair agreement. So you know, bring these people out and I educate them. So you know, I usually do the first showing education on anything I do, even just buyers buying a house for themselves. So it's just like an educational. This is the value. Start to understand value. I want to educate them like someone should have educated us when we got into the business. So just to give them that full education process and, and showing them different values, stuff like that. And that's it. So fair enough. So first one should be just like uh, yeah. educational period. 
I get a call, let's put an offer on that property. Are you sure? You qualified, pre-qualified? Yes, mortgage is good, everything's done, and we're good to call. This is the property, we're gonna buy it, and we want it. Are you sure? This is like my son's birthday on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't, the last thing I wanna do is prepare an offer with someone that's not ready. Yeah. Cause I can see the immaturity level on this already. Yeah. Right? No, we gotta do it, we gotta do it, you gotta, we're gonna buy it. Okay, fair enough. No, let's do it. Put the offer together, son's birthday, imagine, negotiating deals. Like it's, it's our time, right? Yeah. The family. Yeah. So, uh, get this thing together, get it uh, negotiated. We, we end up doing the deal, like literally within three hours. Between my son's birthday and everything, I had, I had to do all this stuff. So get it done. We, we go into a bit more, imagine, but like wow. 5K over asking. Yeah, it's, okay. it's not like before, right? So get this thing done. And then we had a, a finance clause of like two days. And I already felt it. I go, this, oh. is, this is not going to end. This yeah. is not going to end well. I could And like, why would you waste my time? Like, yeah. I didn't even tell you to put an offer in. You wanted to put the offer in. Just, yeah. Just should have just chilled out. So, so what, what made you feel like this is not going to happen? Right away, I can see it. I can, it's almost like a sixth sense. I can smell Did it. Did they ask you a question? Sometimes people ask me the question and I know that's a huge red flag. So I can get out of this offer, right? Like if, if I don't get financing or something else like no, that. No, I usually right? tell them that. But it's, it's even before, no, they're all excited. Get the yeah. offer in, we're going to sign it, we're going to go, boom, boom, boom. We, even, we went through negotiations, a bidding war, we got it done, the whole thing. But then I'm like, this is not going to end well. <laughs> I really yeah. feel it. So, okay, to the second day. And this is the worst when you talk, when you, you're dealing with the listing agent, you, you're going into multiples and they choose you because your yeah. personality, you're yes. genuine. You tell and them you the build truth. trust. You build trust. The people don't get that. So, I, you know, our name's on the line. I don't want to, if you're not qualified, let's not do it. I didn't force you to put yeah. in an offer. Let's just wait. Let's not hurt people, sellers. We're yeah. not in the market of hurting people. Yeah. If we're ready, we're going to pull the trigger. Let's move forward. So anyway, so they back out of this. I can't get a hold of one partner. He's not answering my calls. This one... This and that, and I get him back to me. Then we do a conference call. I'm trying to re-engage it, and then it's uh, anyway they falter. So I got a buyer representation agreement. They sign a buyer rep during that period, right? Yeah. We present this offer, and it's, you know, it's a three-month contract, the whole thing. And then they get this call, like you know, this and that, the buyer rep, and I signed it. I said, uh, I said, but that's that's what you did. I told you you're gonna have to be committed to me, right? Yeah. So anyway, there was back and forth. She wasn't too pressy on it. But you know what I thought after the phone call? I said, you know what? I'm going to release this. I don't want no bullshit. I go, I don't need a heading. Yeah. Business is good. Got a lot of business. I, our name, our reputation's in the line. Bigger. Even, even though I, if I held that contract and she bought and I searched in, in three to six months and she purchased, it's seventeen dollars to $18,000 coming back to me. Yeah. It's a substantial amount of money, but is it worth it to, no. to affect your mindset? No. So I released them. I sent an email. Listen, I don't want the, the typical st stigma of an agent that's just commission-based. I want to build a relationship. If you see the value in my services, give me a call back. Let's re-engage. Let's do this thing. But it has to be 100% commitment to me. Fair enough. I got a call. I was here. I think it was. We did the first podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I remember get a call, that. and she's like, uh, "Okay." Or the, the the other partner now finally reappears after like three weeks or two weeks. Like, okay, great. We wanna we wanna we wanna meet you back at this coffee shop. We're gonna go back into this. Uh, I'm like, great. I already pre-warn the other partner how the relationship's gonna be. Naturally, I would think they would communicate and not waste my time. I get there, they're interviewing agents. Oh, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. My heart, like literally, because I'm thinking I could have been home. I could, it's all in my mind. Like my last appointment, like I had four, four or five appointments. Yeah, I, think. I remember. It was, my last one was at 5.30. I could have been home for dinner for six and done. No, but I had to like stay at, stay like at a random restaurant and then like filter into Toronto like at 7.30 and get home by oh. nine. So my heart's in my feet. So, and you see that the agents are the quality. These yeah. guys, one guy's like, so like eager to bang anything possible. Yeah. So he's there and, and, and I bumped into him like, oh, this is like, why am I here? Like, do I leave now? I'm like, let me be professional. I'm like, okay, let, let's, let's wait it out. So I, I talk with them. I'm like, 
you know, 11 minutes in, I'm like, this, this, and this, this is what you want. Okay, fair enough. You know, how's this going to work? The arrangement arrangement is we're going to have three agents bring us a deal, whatever deal they feel good, and we're going to look at it. But you don't have the experience nor the knowledge. The yeah. shit that they want to buy the day that I was brought them all first time would have hurt them, and I yeah. put them to something better. So literally, I, I, I fired them. I just told them, I said, after, you know, 300 transactions in seven years, yeah. my caliber leveled. We, I can't, I can't be here. This, this is not yeah. me. You got to deal with someone that doesn't really care about the transaction and just want to bang into anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty much my story. So for me, eliminating that, even though it was time consuming because I showed them and, and put an offer in and then met them with, with another second appointment under interviews, it was best I just released it yep. and done. Move on. Oh, yeah. Because you know yeah. what? All the rest of my clients are dependent on me. If yeah. my mindset is burnt out because of these people sucking my energy, yep. I'm going to be shit all the way down the road, it, right? It's not worth it. You, no. you, you know, what you said is absolutely right. Like when, when I got into the business too, I would absolutely take on almost anything at sure. that point. Like, uh, and some of the crap I did, man. Like I remember listing a property in uh, Scarborough and uh, it was a rental property uh, and uh, the, the backyard had a gigantic freaking hole in it so me and my brother <laughs> went to Home Depot bought this cheap-ass soil and just like I have a picture of it still man like we just put bags and bags and bags of like you know we just did the grimiest things possible like to make sure that we could get yeah, these listings yeah. and sell these listings and you know similar to your story and I'll tell you quickly is is that I ended up getting what I wanted to call like one of the trophy listings for me anyways. Sure. Okay. So the thing is, is that, um, this, this was a really, really, really nice property. Uh, the client is a nice guy, but what ended up happening was, is that, uh, he, I think got caught up in a hype of when everything was hot, ended up purchasing this piece of land. Uh, and then, uh, I guess one of his friends is a builder. So he got advice and help on building this property. For some reason, it took him two and a half years to get to that point, which, which was too long. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he missed the market. He, he completely missed the market. So he paid a little bit too much for that piece of land and he overbuilt the house for the area yeah, that it's yeah. supposed to be in. Yeah. He had it listed previously. Oh yeah, you were telling me yeah. about this. Yeah. He had it yeah. listed previously yeah. with another agent, uh, you know, uh, whatever. He had it listed previously with another agent, didn't get anything. He interviewed like four agents and stuff, uh, whatever. So he ended up going with me and uh, I agreed to, uh, you know, take part in some of the staging costs with him. And what ended up happening was is that uh, everything was good when we got up to the point of uh, staging the property and whatever else like that. I was there with my stagers and uh, his just like his Demeanor. attitude and Demeanor. everything else like that yeah. was so down. Like I actually had to pull him aside a little bit and just say, hey, like, you know, man, like you, you can't be negative. Like I understand that you went through some bumps and whatever else sure. like that. But like it's if over you now. Are, yeah. yeah. But if you're going to carry on with this negative attitude, you know what? It's going to rub off on me and it's going to make me negative towards your property. Sure. And I don't give want me an that. example. How, what is he saying? Like, what was he was he, just down. He was like looking at the furniture so, so, coming in. So let me ask you a question. So what he built, yeah. current, the current value, was he going to pro be profitable at the end? Uh, yeah, he was still going to be profitable. 100, but 200? Uh, yeah, about 150, probably 200,000 bucks. Okay. But guess in what? In market? his mind, it was 400. Do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. In his mind, it was yeah. 400 yeah. and yeah. he would not let go of that. So yeah. one, one of the ways that he was kind of down, uh, the example was, is that he's looking at this furniture coming in and he's looking at me and he's just like looking at it like this is all a bunch of bullshit. He said that? No, he didn't. But just, you can tell the demeanor. way that he's looking his at demeanor, it, he's like yeah. all slouched down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, buddy, like, yeah. look alive, please. Yeah. Uh, you or, know, or don't be here, please. Yeah, yeah. Just come just, back, come yeah. back in an hour. So, so you know what my thought was at that point, man? And I told my stager this. I'm just like, what oh am I doing? Like, <laughs> 
think we gotta leave. You felt it. Yeah, I That's felt that right there, and I was like, I think, I think we should just leave, man. Like, I know there's a cost associated with bringing this stuff here right now, but I think I better walk right now from yeah. this thing. You felt it. And then I was just like, you know, me being the positive guy that yeah, I am, yeah. I'm like, let's go, let's go. This guy's yeah. gonna be well, okay. Be professional and, and do the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we kept going and whatever else like that. And then he started like, just like, we got it on the market. We did a couple open houses. I ended up getting an offer and I got an offer from uh, a, an agent, really nice guy, uh, that made an offer with a previous agent. And he was just like, the relationship they had was horrible. Like this guy didn't work with him, whatever else like that. Sure. So I ended up getting a really decent offer for what that property is. Like, it, like the guy already told me he's gonna come up to X amount and whatever else like that. We gotta play this game sure, a little bit. Sure. And I told the seller this as well. And he basically writes me back and he's just like, this number is totally out of the question. And at that point, uh, I, I like took a week to kind of like decompress. And I, and I just told him like, you know what? I, I called him up and I just said, you know what, man? Like, and also like, he's always on my case. What's going on? What are you doing? What's this? What's this? What's this? Yeah, and I was yeah. just like, dude, I already told you what this listing means to me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And my reputation. So yeah. I was just like, I'm doing everything I possibly can. And, to the, mar and the market conditions yeah. is not Yeah. And, and, and I told him, I got you a good offer. A really good How much offer on this property. Was, okay. We was listed at just under $1.5 million. Yeah, yeah. I got him an offer in pa on paper that said 1.3 million. The agent told me he's going to come up to 1.5. Uh, 1.35 we'll come okay. up to 1.35 yeah. and then I, I i have a sense that i'll get him up to 1. Uh, uh, 1.385 okay 1.385 yeah. yeah. for that property in my opinion it's Unloaded. a really really yeah. really good deal plus is he still this, profitable at that at that price point he is uh, and then plus at that time what was going to happen is is that the buyer of the property wanted him to finish the basement too and he could have made an extra 20 dollars profit yeah, 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 yeah. profit he's yeah. willing to pay seventy thousand bucks to finish the basement somewhere in that range he could have made twenty twenty five thousand dollars in profit yeah, from yeah. that as well so yeah. so he was getting a good number for what the property is uh and and so long story short again and it's just i i couldn't this guy was a builder or his first build it was his first build okay yeah is he gonna live there or is this investment no it's just an investment back on the market uh, it's yeah back on the what, market what price point uh same price point now we yeah. just dropped to 50k 1450 yeah now he's 1450 yeah. and we were almost there yeah yeah so anyways i had to call him up and i just said like you know but i took the blame uh like i'm that guy so i just took the blame and i just said hey listen man like you know based on what we've done so far and where i've got you to uh, based on the feedback I'm getting, I don't think I'm the right guy for you. Uh, and I had to drop it and it hurt. It really, really, really okay. hurt to drop this listing. Yeah. And I just said, you know, I, I don't think I'm the right guy. And yeah. then, you know what? He took shots at me after that. Oh, you know, you don't think you're good enough. You're not good enough to sell this property. And I said, you know what, man? Yeah, whatever, whatever you want to say, you want to say whatever, good for you. But you know what happened? I'll tell you one last thing. <laughs> like, I know no, you, no it's okay. It's like, but so, you're, you're better than me in that. <laughs> buddy, but you know what happened? Uh, I called my sign guy, my post guy. And I just said, listen, man, I need you to pull the sign. He's like, dude, I'm around the corner from this place right now. <laughs> I was like, go pull the sign. So before the termination was even signed, uh, the sign was lifted yeah. and everything. And then, and then the yeah. guy emails me. He's like, I didn't even sign the termination and your sign is gone. I was like, that's how we work. Dude, like, yeah. when I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> you're, you're better than me in that. I had one one thing, uh, a big listed in, in, uh, in King. Yeah. So three and a half million dollars in 2016. Yeah. It's wow. Big property, 6,000, yeah. 6, 7,000 square feet, 10 acres, custom built. Huge. The guy's in steel manufacturing, builds the whole thing out of steel. Oh, man. It was so over-improved, it was a bomb shelter. Yeah. Like literally World War II, you can drop bombs on it. You yeah, it'd be fine. It, it had 18 inch, you know floor joists are 10 yeah. inches? Yeah. 18 inch steel I-beams. Wow, that's nuts. What is he building, a warehouse? The, the subfloors? Yeah. Concrete. Wow, man. 
That was over improved. Overdone. Way so overdone. when when I told them, I go, you're you're gonna sell between the three three to three two five. I said that's that's where you're gonna be, or or, th- or three to three five. I said there's a half a million spread there. Hopefully we get some there. We listed I think four million three nine or something three point nine, and this is where you're gonna be at this price. He didn't believe me, and then ultimately they ended up listing with another agent. But before that, he's like this and that. I said, is it my fault? if you built this house prior? And you called me and you said, Steve, I'm going to choose yes. either we do laminated veneer lumber yeah. or bloody steel beams everywhere. <laughs> I would say choose the lumber yeah, because yeah, it's one yeah. half the cost. Yeah. So ultimately you overbuilt it. I told him, it's not my fault, the yeah. idiocracy, that you overbuilt your property. Yeah. Now you, you, can, you can't, you're so mostly attached to the property, you expect X dollars. He ended up selling in 2017 in a way better market where the market influx like 30% and he sold for that 3.2 mark. Wow, that's crazy. But so see, I was there. You know, but, but people do this yeah. all like, and I don't say it all, I don't wanna say it all the time, but I see this happen. Like they, they over improve property, just like my, my story yeah. with this little builder guy. Yeah. Uh, like, honestly, man, I'm looking at this house. Beautiful house. Yeah. Like, I think I have a nice house. Yeah. I, I think yeah, I yeah. have a nice yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I look at this guy's house, I was like, your house is sick. Yeah. It is such a nice house. Goddamn shack over here, another shack over here. I'm doing an open house on Sunday. There's this fat dude, man, just like sunbathing <laughs> over here in this little cottage thing. And I'm like, this is $1.5 million and I That's got an amazing view for you here. Like, it's like, dude, like, the guy was drinking of, the bad blue yeah, in a can. Yeah, <laughs> basically. It's like drizzle of beer on his chest. I'm sure he brewed this shit in his garage, man. Like, uh, but, but you know what? Like, you're looking at the house and I was like, and he's like going on, I did this, I did this. And, I'm, and I yeah. look at him like, why? Why did you do it, dude? If this guy had built a, a, a 3,000 square foot house or a 2,800 square yeah. foot house, this then did like two. more or less, yeah. just slightly above the builder grade sure. finishes yeah, or whatever yeah, else yeah. like that, this guy actually would have had more profit, sold quicker, and been out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. mindset is I'm gonna be a big luxury builder. People but don't guess get it. what, dude? This is your first build. I'm not, I don't wanna find it. No, attention. no, but it's, it's a true. But, but, it's, but it's like, this yeah. is your first build. Like, yeah. look, I'm interested in building something, okay? Yeah. So I have the same interest as you. I'm yeah. interested in building something. But you know what I'm looking for? I'm looking for a piece of crap land in Oshawa or Bowmanville or Clarion Canyon or somewhere else where I can pay the 200K cash and just be like, okay, I'm not gonna stress out. I'm gonna pay the 200K. I'm gonna build <laughs> this like half decent house. It's not yeah. gonna be a luxury home. I'm gonna yeah. build this half decent yeah. house. And guess what? I'll flip it. I'll learn everything on it. This is gonna be my home. university education on Absolutely. building a house. Absolutely. And then I'll move on. Yeah. And then I'll build a better house. Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the whole point. That's a transitional period. But yeah. like your guy comes in and builds a steel house. Like it's like, dude, Over, like- Took him four years to build. Yeah, imagine. You know, you know what? But when you said, uh, you know, you should have called me before you did this and I would have advised you properly. Yeah. You, I even run into that, forget about builders. I run into that with people, you know, upgrading their homes and stuff like that. Sometimes I go into their house and you're like, you know, we wanted to get everything ready yeah. before we call you. And you're looking around <laughs> and, and, and you're just like, you should have called me. The shiny laminate didn't work? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I was like, but you should have called me. Okay, you know the exact example I remember? It was a basement. They finished this basement in a way, like the kitchen was in a room on its own and whatever else like that. And, and I'm looking at it and I'm like, dude, like this is a basement. Like, why would you finish it like this? Well, we wanted to get everything ready before we call you. We don't want to waste your time. And I was like, I, I appreciate that and I respect call me, that. Call me next time, yeah. You should have called me if you're going to retain Absolutely. me, man. Like, yeah. this is part of the gig. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even, even new builds, people buy new construction. 
Call me before you do it. Yeah, I have yeah. a client yeah. that uh, I sold two houses for them. Uh, the first house they had, they had it listed by another agent, didn't sell. They called me uh, three interviews with them. Eventually, they listed with me. The yeah. hesitation was commissioned, but uh, yeah. they yeah. eventually listed with me. I sold their house in Oshawa too. They made the mistake again. They hired the person in Oshawa to sell their property, didn't sell. They're two little girls, the cutest girls ever, man. Paul Hussein. They're, yeah, they're like, they're, they're like, this lady's not gonna sell the house, called Kabani. <laughs> so, so they did and we sell the house. But you know what? Both times the finishes were not that great and I told them. So they just, they have a new construction going up in Whitby. Yeah. I went with them twice, like north of Newmarket now to the decor center. Yeah, yeah. To like help them. So yeah, I yeah. went with them for the structural appointment and I went with them for the upgrade uh, that's, that's, appointment. That's what, yeah. that's what service and people don't understand yeah. how above and beyond yeah. we go for our clients. For but sure. it's just like, you yeah. know, not over improving a property, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no, you gotta, you gotta, it's all about turnover. Yeah. You so, know, sorry, man. Look, look at the big yeah. builders. Yeah. They don't go crazy with yeah. this stuff. Even yeah. if they're selling multi-million dollar yeah. homes, it's very like, yeah. you know, just turnover. It's all yeah. about making the money. What I was going to say, I love yeah. it, man. We started oh, from like, we started from mindset and, uh, and uh, self-worth and we end up to uh which is all related it's right? all related yeah. though yeah so no. go ahead buddy so you got we got a few questions in from yeah yeah well we're almost out of our scheduled time so we'll yeah. go with the one uh yeah. so, so the so the 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 most relevant question i guess that came in right now was is that you know we're about to get into november yeah uh do we list now or do we wait until the spring market yeah so so i mean Again, it's circumstantial. Um, so, so the question came in and, and I would say it's circumstantial and it depends on what you're trying to do. I think that right now could still be a good opportunity for you to list yeah. your property and get it out on the market depending yeah. on what it is and, and what your timelines are. For sure. uh, properties are still selling, um, not having a problem with them as long as you know we go back and yeah. say that they're priced right Price and, and patient. well and you're patient with yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, we have no problem selling yeah. them. Um, and sometimes what I find also is, is that like, look, we kind of know what's, what's going on right now. The inventory is not like crazy high, like it's going to be in the springtime. Yeah, yeah. I think people have this, uh, this, uh, this idea that, uh, you know, list in the springtime is going to be the absolute yeah, best yeah, time. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it's necessarily yeah. true. It's, it's, it could be, but also you're going to have a ton of other people listing at the same time. So your inventory is going to increase so much. Reality is people yeah. always say, oh, the spring market is better. Yeah. You know why the spring market was always better than, than the winter market? I'll tell you why. Because the market progressed another year. Yeah. So from January to, to March, April, the yeah. market's gone up, let's say, you know, a healthy 10, 10, 12 points. Yeah. Of course, you're going to make more money than in January, but yeah. you still got to buy in this market. Yeah. So it's all relevant. Yeah. I think going back to the, to listing now is list when there's less inventory yeah, I and agree. serious buyers. Yeah. Not, not every... Look at these open houses. I did like crazy open houses. First time in my career, really, this year. To me, it was a big waste of time. Where a lot yeah. of people coming out, especially in the summertime, they yeah. were just coming out to have a chat. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I look at that. If that was the winter, these guys wouldn't be out walking around. No. It's like serious buyers. We need to get into a property. Let's go. So, so more motivated buyers and less inventory. I think it's going to equal more money. Yeah. So naturally, sure. like I said, spring's always better. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jan even this year, January to May, May was our hottest month of, the, of this year that yeah. it was. Yeah, but that was just, it was, it was yeah. imagine six months after or five months after the, the debacle of, of last year. So sure, you're going to have an increase in value. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, uh, like I have a client that has a, a condo that's going to be closing in Markham uh, in May, uh, April or May and, and May, sorry. And they're, and they're asking when to list. 
you know what my suggestion is is that they're going to be close enough to that spring kind of time or whatever else like that but my suggestion is like right now i told them like february mid to end of february i think is a good time yeah. because uh mid to end of march into april yeah. you're going to get a spike a in inventory, inventory. Yeah. And, and i feel like people are, are super kind of motivated at the beginning of the year people that are going to buy and sell real estate that have set this as a goal as a new year's resolution or a Absolutely. goal or whatever yeah. they're pumped up and motivated it's, it's at that necessity. time and inventory is usually low at yeah. that time do you know what i mean yeah. inventory is usually low at that Absolutely. time so i would like to hit it as soon as possible as soon like as possible. end of january beginning of february like let's let's get that thing uh, up a and thousand running. percent even christmas time everyone says oh i don't want to listen no. in december because you're of gonna christmas. get serious buyers i'm a catholic we celebrate christian uh christmas 25th i shut down but yeah. i usually historically every tw every 24th of december christmas eve i'll do a bloody deal yep and then read you know skip 25th i literally shut the phones down yeah. and then 26 it's like renegotiating yeah. more stuff yeah so no it's not it's not it's all yeah. it's all about inventory where the buyers are migrating yeah so it's like fishing or hunting yeah you got to go when when the the game's out right? yeah and i just threw that comment in there too but it's like you know what sometimes when when these periods of times come around like holidays and christmas sure. and whatever else like that and if somebody's actually coming to see your house for the most part, they got to be pretty serious. Yeah, they got to be. They're moving serious. around in yeah. holiday season. It's, yeah, it's, they got to be pretty motivated yeah. buyers. Yeah. it's a necessity. Yeah, and sometimes these guys will buy more because it's a, more of an emotional buy because it's a need rather yeah. than just a want. So, yeah, well, especially in the summertime, you guys come to open houses. Ah, oh, it's good. The house is like amazing, like top to bottom, best value in the area. And they're gonna say, well, the baseboards are six and a half inches, not seven inches. Like that's the the shit I'm dealing with. That's the winter, and you got a, a needed buyer. It's like. Take the baseboards off. I just need the house. We got to live. Yeah, so that's yeah, the yeah. kind of people we're yeah. looking for, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but so, but, I mean, we got a couple of other good. questions and yeah, we'll follow up next you, week. Yeah. But if you guys, anyone else has any questions about the market, entrepreneurship, Absolutely. Uh, real estate, us, Absolutely. you know, send us a comment, message. For sure. Uh, yeah. And we'll get it in there. Awesome, guys. Subscribe. We got we a great channel. If you see us on YouTube, it's East versus West. Or East meets, meets West. West. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> sort of like a verse, thing, but it's it's meets West. Yeah, subscribe, guys. We'd like to uh, have you guys uh, come aboard, and we're going to provide valuable information for you guys too. And uh, we'll see you guys next week in Kleinberg. All right, guys. Cool. We'll see you then. Ciao.